Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 9. It is called Collision Course Part 2. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. And worth also mentioning that this these S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews are sponsored by one of our patrons. Tim Neal is sponsoring this, so thank you to him. So, um, we left off in a cliffhanger last week where the truck with the bomb was going straight into the, the, the Dark Tower, or whatever we're calling the big structure. The, the not fortress of solitude and you know it that's exactly where we left off we you know we, we just cut to black and boom there we are uh so we pick up there and the gang on the truck are trying to figure out what to do with it deke's trying to defuse it and there's a point <laughs> there's a point where sky tries to like give him a pep talk and like tries to like motivate his ego and be like Hey, if there's one person who can do this, it's, but she doesn't get to finish her sentence. And he's like, "Yeah, Deke Shaw, Deke Shaw, yeah, Deke Shaw can do it." Like he says, he's even the third person. Yeah, uh, as you do. Um, but he's he's all in on like for some reason, having Snowflake. Like they literally just started making out last episode, and every time they thought they were dying this episode, they were holding hands, and he was holding her, and it was I'm like, you you you've kissed like twice. Look, on Deke's behalf. I'm, I'm sure love was hard to come by in the, the terrible future that he was from. Oh, yeah, because easy to come by now. <laughs> I mean, probably easier. <laughs> sure, okay, sure, easier. Uh, so, you know, and we get, we get a lot more laughs with uh, Sky and May being disgusted. You know, I don't know which one has worse taste. And May looks at her and goes, she is a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which yeah. clearly means that Deke has worse taste. You have to go to the other Th- side. Theoretically, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love the idea that Sky. Like, I don't know. I'm not convinced. <laughs> like Deke may actually be a worse partner than a, yeah. than a serial killer. Um, that's actually a harder way to break down and talk about because so much of it is just um, picking up last time. P- picking stuff. up last time. Like, we said this about the first half. Is that first halves of two parters are difficult because there's no conclusions and it's all set up. The second half is is got this, a similar problem on the other side where it's all conclusions and no setup. So we kind of just have why to. We often, uh, if if the opportunity is available to us, we often do two parters just as one thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going through old shows, and it's something we might do. Uh, with something like Star Trek or something like that. That said, I know a lot of Star Trek seasons end in a cliffhanger, and it's like... Ah, uh, yeah, like, no, that's different, though. Yeah, but, but, oh, but what I'm saying is, is I, I think they, they're even called part one and two, but they're spread across... Yeah, I think seasons. it's a bit different when it's the end of the season, though, because mm. that one is like, okay, you know, you know there's going to be a three or four-month gap after that, so it's sure. always written with that in mind, whereas a week's gap is a lot shorter. Yeah, uh, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll just continue sort of talking about Deke rather than worrying about going through things in order. De- 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 After everything happens and they're all happy to survive, Deke and Snowflake... Like, Snowflake's, like, angry at Sarge, who they've got in custody by the end of the episode, and Deke's like, hey, don't worry, take him away, boys, but that really made me laugh. To take him away, boys, actually really cracked me up. Yeah. Um, when they're already taking him away, he's just shouting out a generic line. Just because he can. Uh, he's like, don't worry, Snow Bunny, he's in containment, and, you know, we're together now. And then Sky comes up to the hey Deke. Why is she not in Katame? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would she be? She's a serial killer. <laughs> but she helped us. She's on our side now. And I knew where he was going. Like, it, didn't, it didn't even take him long. It was literally like two seconds. And he's like, I know what this is really about. And I'm like, oh, Deke, don't. Don't, Deke. I know. 
you know, it's the old age-old story, you know, girl develops feelings and, uh, you know, doesn't act on them because she's too scared, so... But his, his voice is obviously extremely specific about oh, yeah, things yeah. that are like, you know, you know, guy from the future. <laughs> he he leaves and starts up a tech company and then that feeling turns into regret. Uh, and she just pauses for a second and goes, nope, definitely the serial killer thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do love the idea that deep down there's a hint of jealousy like she she doesn't know it yet and she can't explain it but deep down there's a hint of something it's that she yeah. that she's going to hate that she, she she's going to be ashamed of herself when she realizes that it's, it's there yeah definitely it's there god damn it I need this uh, and I need her making fun of that he's ex is snow snowflake because that, that'll also be hilarious um but I'm all for snowflakes sticking around as Deke's girlfriend. I'm, 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 also would be equally delightful. Yes, all, all delightful. All of this is good. Uh, so, yeah, so another thing, and they actually crash into the, the thingy, and they're bracing themselves for death. They think they're, they're gone for it. They don't know what they're doing. And Sky at the last second is like, I'm going to try something. And... I kind of guessed what it was, and it's sort of thing where I get why it never occurred to her right before now, because she's never done anything like this before with her powers. Ne- but, never really know, had to. Yeah, but you know, they, they, they crash out of the thing, it all comes crumbling down, turns to Shrike, and it's just, you know, swarms of Shrike flying about. Uh, but, you know, we, we cut back in, and everyone else sort of like looks up after they've dived, and like May and, and Deke and whatever, and they look over, and Sky is just like quaking the the bomb from both sides to sort of essentially create a little force field where it's stable in the middle containing it yeah yeah. um she basically created like a stabilizer for it so that it wouldn't feel the blast or the impact and i'm like you know what this makes sense i i i'm into this this was a a smart way out of this of course they're trapped in a new situation now where there's you know an army of shrike flying around Uh, there is but she's got that covered too it turns out she does she eventually gets an idea to uh quake them and shake them (laughs) Until they vaporize. Yeah, yeah. I love, when they open the door, Deke's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and May's like, she's fine. Choke point. She's got this. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even if we're using the blades, the choke point still makes sense. Like, yeah, have them one location you can focus on rather than having them, you know, come in. Which, come by the way, everywhere. also the one before that that flew straight for Deke's head. And as, May, as he's screaming, yeah. and he's going towards his mouth and, and May just stabs it. Yeah, just he just puts his hand out and stabs it right in front of his face and he's like... <gasps> She's like, you're welcome. He's speechless. He's goddamn speechless. Um, so that's all delightful. And by the way, May might give the best smile she's ever given in this episode. Mm. There's a reunion moment with Fitz and Simmons yeah. towards the end. And obviously I expect Sky to smile because she's Sky, but May gives this like genuine grin, this this warm smile. It's so rare. It was uncomfortable, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable by this. Uh, I can so, see why. Yeah, and Fist and Summers are on the big ship, of course. Uh, try to get the comms working, which he eventually does uh, later on. But not not until after they realise that all the crew have been turned into Shrike zombies. And uh, Zell's like... Because actually, one of the comments I think last week were saying, why wouldn't she just do this to Fist and Simmons at this point too? Uh, and it never occurred to me last week... Uh, to, to she needs them. Que- yeah, question it too much. But this this episode actually did a good job of like explaining why she didn't just do that yet. Because she obviously she quanders maybe just doing it eventually. Because she's like, well, you two may not be as useful as I thought you were, but you know, yeah, so on and so on. Um, and I like the fist and subs are pretty capable. Like you know, once they realize they're in danger, they grab the guns from the two guards pretty quickly and just yeah, yeah. You know, make their play for it. Which did lead to my uh, you smell nice in the wall, which I thought was 
entertaining. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, these two are a blast together again. Um, uh, not a super amount of them this episode, really, compared to you know, no, given no. that you know they had some big moments over the last few episodes. This is kind of just okay. Let's get them back now and just kind of wrap up this bit of the story. Uh, they have some nice moments with Isel though. Yeah, a couple of episodes with her. Obviously, I like the moments later on when they reunite with people, which we'll get to. I think through through going to the the Zephyr where Sarge is there. Of course, he he went there in the last episode, and they take over the bridge. Uh, and they actually like you know as soon as he's like, "Hey, we're going to do this," both of them are like, "Hey, yo yo, this quick one, <laughs> like she can beat us. Like we can't really do much against her." But they've got a plan for that. Uh, they've got this uh, laser barrier thingamajig. Yeah, at first I thought they were kind of like trip mines, but mm. uh, it seems to be like it was it become more like a force field. Force field is deadly to the touch, uh, as we as we hear yeah. from uh, Pax, who does later on get his face shoved in it, and he's all all burned. Yeah, it does look painful. Um, uh, not jealous of him. No, no, he dies quite quickly afterwards, admittedly, but still, because uh, Sarge just shoots him because you know. No one gets in the way, including his own team. Because uh, basically, uh, Jacko, over the course of the episode, he starts to doubt Sarge. You know, he hears, he's upset at first when he hears that Snowflake had to be left behind. And then when the bomb doesn't go off and Max, like, handcuffed, he points out, hey, like, you know, Snowflake's down there as well. It's not just our people. And, like, Jacko's like, you know, he gives him this look and he's like, yeah, boss, that sounds like a good idea. Let's, let's get Snowflake back. And he's yeah. like, no, no one slows us down. Uh, and it's like, for all their loyalty, it seems that, you know, when push comes to shove, Sarge is more important, more determined with the mission than he is even concerning himself with them. Yeah, I mean, I think we establish in, in this, it's very clearly personal between him and Izel. Yeah, it's very interesting, because when Fez gets the comms working, and, which, by the way, another laugh I had, is that, like, uh, is, the, is the signal for distress changed in the last year? And he's like, oh, thankfully, no. Uh, and she's like, this is Agent Simmons, uh, four one two two, whatever the number was. And it was like two two six. Whatever, two two six. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it could be any number. And he's like, and it's Davis who's flying the Zephyr. And he's like, yes, this is Agent Davis, two two six. And I'm like, <laughs> they're both trying to use it with each other. Because <laughs> yeah. Simmons is like, you've got your call sign there confused, Agent Davis. Wait, I'm two two six. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm we're, we're two, 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 six. <laughs> and then you just see uh, Sarge with the gun to his head. And Fist and Simmons just look at each other like, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but, but between uh, Sarge and Izel, there's obviously uh, a, a rivalry. It's probably putting it lightly. Rivalry, yeah, there's a lot of interesting details through this is that she knows he doesn't remember who he is, what his real name is, and who he really is. And because she says, "Oh, you finally remembered my name," as if for a while he couldn't, and he yeah, now does. And he seems to think she took his memories. Yeah, he he thinks that she killed his family and then took his memories of his family, but she then says that no, your memories never existed to begin with. Um, Which maybe lends credence to more of a clone than a resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Um, although he had to have been cloned a while ago. Uh, you would, I mean, obviously all the memories are fake, so he doesn't have to exist during that period, but I'm thinking, you know, he's been, he's been with them for at least a year, because uh, Jacko says Snowflake's been with us for years, or whatever, at one point. Yeah, assuming there's no time travel involved. Sure, oh, sure, yeah, assuming there's no time travel, but assuming that um, he says she's been with us for years, which implies that they've been together before Snowflake for at least a while before that as well. Yeah. Um. So, we'll see. Yeah, and there was, there was the comment to May about, you know, uh, you know, like a hundred years. 
Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, if he's literally had 100 years of experiences before these memories, or after these memories were taken, rather, uh, yeah. then, yeah, so he's been around for a while. Yeah. See, it's that, that sort of comment where normally we'd, hype, you know, theorize, you know, like uh, LMD, but they've already established, no, no, the DNA is the same. Yeah. They'd probably be able to, you know, they know enough about LMDs to, to be able to tell, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, they're definitely sure of that. Because um, that was one of the first things I considered. Uh, yeah. And Benson kind of ruled it out. So, uh, I mean, unless the LMDs have gotten even more advanced, you know. It's not impossible, but it would feel like yeah. a bit of a cheap fake out, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now this was a very enlightening conversation. It makes it very personal. It makes it very clear he's just headstrong to do this. And even when they, like, because we actually get a really good fight scene here between Mac and Sarge. Mac gets out of his, because he was kind of gloating before. He's like, you know, I've got a funny feeling, but at the end of the day, I'm going to have my plane back. And he gets his told you uh, to mirror yeah. last episode at the end of the fight. But it's a, it's actually a pretty long fist fight of them, like, throwing each other over the computers and, um, you know, just punching and blocking and whatever. And it's pretty I, visceral. It's pretty visceral, and I like that Mac has essentially won it like five punches before the end, and he tells him to stand down. Like we're done. Like there's no need to keep fighting. I've clearly won this fight, and Sarge just doesn't can't accept it. Uh, which goes to show you know he keeps losing to Izel planet after planet, but yeah. he's still fighting. So that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's, it's true to his character so far that, he, that he's yeah. like this. Um, so Jacko, you know, he, he he's after uh, Pax is killed, he's, Sarge sends Jacko to get Yo Yo, who's kind of. Playing it kind of fast and loose. I actually really liked this stuff as well, where she kept kind of like sneaking it, you know, speeding in, taking the guns away, and then speeding in, handcuffing them. It's like, you're screwed. Like, I mean, obviously, Jack will just break some because he's a big guy. But, yeah. And she um, has to talk him down. But she does. She reminds him, hey, you're a baker. Like, is, is killing all these people something that, like, your family would have wanted? You're the run of the letter, as they put it. Like, yeah. You know? Um, and. It's it's kind of it's actually kind of nice seeing him work with them, and it was nice having Jacko on the side because it's like okay, can we get over to that ship? And it's like okay, we can take one of the Quinjets, we can get over there, and like they know Fist and Simmons are there, and that's that's kind of their main goal is to rescue. Obviously, Jacko does want to attack, try and take down Azel if he can. Um, Understandable. Yeah. So you know, um, so some actually another big laugh here is when they first get on the ship. Uh, it's Mac, Yo Yo, Davis, and and Jacko. And Matt gives this speech about no, 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 no killing anyone until we can assess the, the, the you know, the, the, the status of the, the crew and blah, blah, blah. They turn a corner and, uh, I've asked a couple of times I've done that in the last couple of days where I've missed the R. Connor. <laughs> uh, they turn the corner and, would, you know, there's this crew member there and Jacko without hesitation just shoots them in the chest. And, and Max like, what did I just say? And then the guy just sits back up and Max like, you know what? Good call, good call, <laughs> good call. <laughs> yeah, Jack uh, has a great addition. So I like, like the moment where after Yo Yo convinced him, and you know they come in on the the fight, and it's him that's like, "Hey, Sarge, it's over. Just just give it up." Yeah, and that's the moment that Sarge does kind of eventually call it. Is when okay, he's lost his own team now. Yeah, yeah, they knock him out, but yeah, yeah. um, so yeah, because how having Davis try and get go to as Isel. Um, whereas Mac and Yo-Yo find Fitz and Simmons, and, and what I like about it is that it does that hero moment where, you know, Fitz and Simmons are, like, pinned against the wall, the two bad guys are going to get them, and you just hear a whoosh, and, like, their their weapons are gone, and then you hear another whoosh, and they're over, you know, yeah. handcuffed to the, the railing or whatever. Um, it's a really neat moment, and of course, it's just happy to see Mac and Fitz, you know, like, you know, the hug, like, Fitz in yeah. the air. He's like, hey, Turbo, it's cool to see you. 
and he's just dangling them from his big giant tree trunk arms. Which, which is which is great. Don't be wrong. But it doesn't compare to Deke's reaction. Oh, that's when we, yeah, that's when they get back into the, the yeah, truck. But it's still yeah, the best reaction. Well, no, because I want to talk about this because uh, I I love like because because basically they take over the Zephyr so they can't go back out that way, and they're like, oh, is there another way we can get back down to Earth? And Jack was like, I think there is, and they go into the elevator, and I thought it was it was the their lift, sorry, uh, that Fitz had used before to kill the crew members, and I thought, oh, maybe Fitz is going to use that again, and Jackal puts his jacket up, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's still got the circle on his jacket, and I'm like. Does it, is that still linked to the one that's on top of the truck? And, you know, like, it's a really neat thing where they've remembered that and they've used that quite well in the writing, where obviously that's where they end up, you know, because they, they've defeated the Shrike by this point in the truck, so they hear some footsteps on the roof, because that's where the circle was, and then they come in and it's like this big reunion moment. I, I just, I really like this little, like, yeah, they, they established this circle teleporting device so well this season, that this just yeah. felt like, yeah, of course this is how they get out. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen it repeatedly. And, you know, Jack was on the team now, so um, he takes his device with him, admittedly, when he draws the new one to go back, because Jack will commit suicide, uh, taking the nuke back to the big ship, thinking that he's going to kill it as, as L. I don't think he has. I think she probably got off the ship before. Almost certainly, because otherwise, what the hell's the rest of the season? Yeah, well, there is the post credit scene, which is very bizarre compared to the rest of the episode, which we'll get to, but yeah. um, I feel like Azel has to still be alive, because we've got four episodes left, you know. Has to, has to be something <laughs> going on. Um, even though a lot of this episode did feel like a finale in a lot of ways, there was a lot of like uh, celebrating afterwards that felt very there was, yeah. uh, final-like. But uh, yeah, now we get the big reunion. They, they come in the truck and it's like, they're, they're so happy to see Fitz and Simmons. Uh, Deeks charges past both of them though, both <laughs> Sky and me, <laughs> to, to hug Fitz. And he's like, oh, I can't believe it's really you. I can't believe it's really you, Bobo. And Fitz is like, who are you? Yeah. What's going on? And he's like, oh, man, I really thought you were dead for like five minutes there. <laughs> and he's annoying them because when they're celebrating later back at the base and he's trying to play darts, he keeps getting in the way of the dartboard. He, he won't shut up. Um, and he then wants he wants to go and buy them a castle in Scotland. He wants Any to... castle. Yes, he wants to buy a castle in Scotland. He's apparently that rich. Uh, he wants to learn about his heritage. Um, and Fitz is, Fitz is just dumbfounded. He doesn't know what to say. He's, he's lost. He's lost. I, I can relate. <laughs> and someone's just sitting there with this grin on her face. Yeah. She's like, yep. Oh, it's, fun. it's fun when I'm not going through it as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of resolution stuff because everyone's together for the first time. Mac and Yo-Yo have a heart-to-heart where he kind of like fesses up that he regrets, you know breaking yeah, up for the job and she doesn't let him leave doesn't let him leave again not a nice little use of her power and a, a playful way that's different from the rest yeah um admittedly i mean i think in real time it's been like three days since her boyfriend died maybe <laughs> you know moving on a bit quick in terms of logic but uh i feel like it's been a bit longer than that but i could be wrong it's been maybe a week <laughs> Maybe, maybe you're right. Because I feel like the timeline's been moving. It's not been moving like one week per episode. It's been a lot quicker than that, or drawn out than yeah, that. Yeah, it still feels like a couple of weeks at least. Like like when Benson was doing research, it doesn't feel like he was. Yeah, you know, he he went away and did research. You know, mm. you know all that stuff that he came up with. You know, with Isel and the he didn't just come up with that overnight. That that's hefty research. Okay, I'll give you a couple of weeks. Yeah, like. Since the start of the season, a month tops. 
month top since the start of the season, but that, that wasn't the start of the season, obviously. That was like no, no, it wasn't. four or five or whatever it was. Um, aye, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no more than a couple of weeks since her boyfriend was killed. And she was really upset about that. And obviously she's got a connection with Mac already anyway, so it's not like a fresh thing she's starting, but... You know, I just I, I, it occurred in my head when it started kissing. I'm like, know, to be fair, it might be like that. That that might be a thing that comes up that this is kind of her grieving process. Is she's not actually dealing with it? Oh, here's her admitting that he was the rebound guy all along, and Mac was always the. the... Yeah, yeah, but it could be a bit either or. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. All these all these little little pieces here at the end were really nice, uh, and they also look Jacko, which is nice. Because uh, he goes out a hero, so it's interesting that we only have Snowflake and Sarge left of of the four, and yeah, very interesting. Both locked up. Both uh, locked up. Uh, they go they right. Okay, you know we, we're not letting them go free. However, however, Deke did bring Snowflake a fifty-five inch TV to comfort her in her cell. Yeah, yeah. and she looks like she's never seen a TV before. She's kind of confused. She's like, eh, seems nice. <laughs> I can't wait for just to, to, to see her just watching like a, a nature documentary about butterflies. <laughs> oh, actually. And she'll be I, like, oh, it's Jacko. Yeah, no, I wanted to mention that line. See, when he goes through the portal and he's like, it's okay, Snowflake, I'm going to be a butterfly. I was like, you know what? I, I'm impressed with this show usually for how much it makes me care about characters, but these are characters who are relatively new. They're, they're, they've kind of been Mostly villains most of the season. Yeah. yeah. But that, that line worked. It was like, huh. I, yeah. I, I care about Jacko sacrificing himself. And I, I don't necessarily think that, you know, he should have stuck around after. I liked him well enough, but this feels like a nice natural endpoint to his story, and it feels yeah, like, right. If he had stuck around, I'd have been happy with that, but this works too. Yeah. So, really, really well, well done. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's all happy. And then the scene at the end, because I, I was waiting for the reveal that Eisel was still alive, because I was, I was expecting that kind of, like, done-done-done moment at the end to set up yeah. the last four episodes. And instead, we have May barging into uh, Sarge's room, his cell. cell. Um, and she doesn't say anything. He 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 cracks a couple of quips about her not talking much, and then she just pulls out a gun and shoots him repeatedly. I mean, the final shot is like the, the the POV shot of his face from his face, you know, with a gun yeah. point blank and the headshot. Um, and it begs a bunch of questions here, like. If this is still me and she's in complete control, what you know, what's made her do this? If she's not in complete control, are they telling us that a shriek got to her? Yeah, can Eisel change her form? I, I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Um, no. Um, alternative is is this in the framework, and it's just like a way of getting information out of him? Oh. That may feel a bit cheap if that's what this is, because this felt a bit. Because yeah. I think the point of this scene was so, what the hell is this like happening? Like this is this feels, you know. Yeah. It, obviously, there's the line before this that sets it up where May says, "I should have just shot him the second I saw him." Like you know, like yeah. I, I wanted to believe it was Coulson and it wasn't. Like, obviously, that's there to kind of like make you think this maybe is just her, but something feels fishy here. Uh, it does feel fishy with this. The way she doesn't talk, the way she just like, because sure, May May will take people out, but she's not just a cold blooded killer. Yeah, never when they're in in custody. No, she's I, not. I, I can't remember a single instance that someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's always been you know she'll never hesitate in the field. Yeah, yeah. He- hesitating when someone's pointing a gun at you is very different from this. This is, or not hesitating. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, you know, she's trained. You know, when when she's in the field and, the, and there's a threat, she'll she has no hesitation. She'll you know drop them, whatever. This here though, like just okay, you know, he's dealt with. He's in a cell. 
he's not a threat anymore. That's that's very unmay like. Yeah. So uh, we'll see this, and I'm sure it's going to connect to Azel. Uh, you know, for for the last four episodes, I, I have to imagine it does. It'd be so. I mean, obviously they've done pods in the past, but it'd be so weird to get an nine episode arc and then like a four episode arc that's just on its own at the end here. Yeah, it feels like we didn't really answer anything with Azel because she was only introduced. Yeah. Like really last episode yeah you know the the one scene with fitz and simmons the episode before that which is not a complaint because we because like i say we're pretty sure we're seeing her for these four episodes no, I, I think it would be a complaint if she doesn't show if this is genuinely the end of this story okay, then it's a complaint but it's it's not here's a question what if this is the end of this season but she's back next season it's kind of like how the monoliths have been set up for seasons and uh, seasons i think i would need at least a tease at the or end of just the... something to confirm okay. that she's still alive I otherwise could, well, if we I got could... to the end of the season and this was it i'd be disappointed well i could i could see the the tease being the, the final post credit at the end of the finale if, if, that's, if, that, fine. if yeah. that's what they were doing i could see that being that noah zell is here she's on earth and you know no, no, come I'm, back next I'm year i'm fine with that if that's the case yeah. if we're going into you know the next season and oh Izel's still around that's fine as long as we know about it going into that i think I think if we finish this season and they never mention Azel again, like you know, show her or you know, indicate that she's still around, uh, and and pretend this is the end of it, and then oh, she shows up next season, uh, I'd be disappointed by this pace, this decision here. I think. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, naturally, it was a very solid episode. Very few things to really complain about. Um, yeah. maybe the CG of the tower coming down was maybe maybe the one of the first iffy ones that I felt just because it's such a big thing. Yeah, probably the worst the CG's been in this season. But yeah, because I, I still oh, think the ships look great. On. You know, like when when they were docking with the you know Fitz and Simmons ship. That yeah, looked... the strike will look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, helps that they're really fast though, so you don't have to. No, it does. Yeah. But even when it like you know it stops and you you're you're stabbing them and you're focusing on them, they still look decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, as always, uh, good score by Bear McCreary. Um, yeah, I'll, always yeah. impressed with his work. Without fail. Without fail, yeah. Um, so there you go. That's that's uh episode nine of the season. Um, like I said, I'm interested by the the, the feeling of finality in this episode because it, it really genuinely went for it up until that last scene. It did, and it's like if this was a ten episode season, you'd go, okay, there's just the epilogue left. Yeah. But no, I say we we got four episodes still, so uh, it's an interesting choice to have that feeling here. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what they do, see what they do. Um, but that is that is a collision course part two. So uh, as always, let us know what you think in the comments below. Do support us on Patreon if you want at Patreon.com/slash/MailedFuzzTV, uh, which is important because it helps keep the shows coming. And you can support us for as little as one dollar per month, and for that dollar you get bonuses and some stuff early and a bunch of other things. And then of course more at the five dollars and up tiers. Uh, obviously one of the tiers lets you sponsor a show, like a, a series of reviews, uh, much as Tim Neal does on this Agents of Shield. Um, so go have a look at Patreon. Uh, you can support us in other ways, though, by liking, subscribing. Uh, if you listen to the audio podcast version, rating us on the podcast app that you use, giving us five stars and a review, all that kind of thing. All of it helps and spreads the show to more people. Um, otherwise, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. And that is about it. Um, as for promoting other content that we have, we have a comic book podcast called uh, Comics from the Multiverse that we do every week. Uh, Focus on DC Comics, admittedly, nothing to do with Marvel. But uh, we're checking out if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, myself, Connor, and Matt are on that show. Um, and then check out about some of the other stuff we do. 
Uh, TV show-wise right now, uh, obviously we're, we're just towards the end of Season 3 of Stranger Things in terms of those reviews, so you can check out those, maybe appealing to you um, if you're a fan of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, that's us, so thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?